<laughs> okay, I'm ready to go. All right, I'm ready to go. I didn't come up with a icebreaker, but I thought of one just now off the dome. There you go. He's he's always ready with it, this guy. I think it's Lucas's turn, or is it my turn? It's your turn. It's my turn. Just because I don't want to do it. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. Uh, and I'm Lucas. I can't remember. We, you, that's always been the order, right? Is, is I it? Know. I don't know. Lucas, if he felt like he wanted to go second, but it got taken away from him. No, I just stopped looking at the screen, so I didn't see the cues. I didn't see. That was the thing. I didn't even cue. You're you're hungover slow. I'm sleepy slow. Charles exists. We're, we're just feeling ourselves tonight. We're kind of mm-hmm. just go. Oh, you look like casper the ghost because your white balance on your webcam is incredible i like it that's a good look for you i think i think lucas has become more personally aggressive lately uh in a good way his personality is becoming more dominant so i wonder if he should jump up into slot two uh i've got slot two i didn't know i didn't know we were slotting ourselves we could duke it out for it maybe Okay. I don't. I don't want you guys. To, we, we, all we do it. is team build. We don't it. team break. Okay, no fighting over anything. Okay. Well, then we accept our roles in the team and we move on. It's building a team of sorts. That's true. It's Until the uh, loser of the duel holds severe resentment and takes it out on their wife ten years down the road. That's all part of the team, baby. Nah, dude. I already got That's that true. out of the way. Right. Right. So true. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do we to, have for team building? Yeah, back to the situation at hand. Um, before we do team building, ovulation station. Time for Charles's come up. Oh yes, the lambasting. Um, Charles gets yeah, yeah the lambasting. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of different. Uh, actually, there's only two. But the lambasting. Yeah, you like that? It was, yeah. it was pretty good. Um, one. Number one on the uh, 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 on the recap. Uh, turns out the only reason Charles was fighting for Branzino's being a uh, animal shaped quote unquote food, how that conversation went, was because he heard it on the Sopranos once. So that was upsetting to find out that it wasn't actually a Charles <laughs> argument. He just wanted to defend HBO television. So uh, two. I spent a bunch of time with Charles after that looking him up. Not a single restaurant could we find that just offered Branzino or similar named fish as a dish, just straight out. Couldn't find it. So, so Kevin gave me the opportunity to break from that conversation. I had two weeks to do some personal research yep, and yep. come up with even just one example of a restaurant using a Branzino as its own dish. And I promptly forgot about it yep. and left it until these guys brought it up yesterday. And I was like, ah, I, I lose. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, it's down the drain at this point. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, number two was the discussion about wiping our butts and the importance of a bidet and colon care. And Charles boldly claimed colon cancer was the number one cancer killer uh, amongst... But, well, I don't even remember if you were just Be, defining men heart or women. Disease. 
He, no, no, you said, said cancer. And I then, said, I said, and then, then, and I said, yeah. Cancer, and then, but it was two to heart disease. Um, okay. So, yep. one, uh, it's not lung cancer, which was the point of the conversation about quitting smoking before bidets. Lung cancer outnumbers colorectal cancers by two and a half. Like, it's not even close. 136,000 versus 50,000. Not even close. Whoa. Lung cancer wipes you out. Um, the other, the number one killer, which we talked about last time, is that, yes, heart diseases kills more people than cancer does. And the two greatest risks of smoking cigarettes are cancer and heart disease. So just, <laughs> just all things considered, if you don't want to die, stop smoking. That's all. Don't worry about bidets. Just stop smoking. Just, just out of curiosity, where did colon cancer land? on the list oh it's second it's it's it goes second so it's prominent it's, it's prominent but it's it goes 136,000 for lung 51 for uh colon can colorectal cancer 47 for pancreatic 43 for breast cancer so like those three are all fighting they're all side by side by side um, yeah so well, but i know when i'm beat i'll say that does show the importance of a bidet if you take the cigarettes out of the that's, conversation, but, but, but that was what that was the comeuppance was this was that he was uh, defending butt care and oh that's how he balances off, it right yeah and I, writing I, off cigarettes. I was saying it's more important than yeah, yeah. but it, but it's not yeah and I don't that's want to understate funny. it it's not like it's not it's like no it's not like the the the, the divide between the two is it's like, like uh, five times as many deaths. It's but like it's doing uppers important. when you're but really it's drunk still yeah, yeah, to level right, yourself right. out. It's like, no, you're just uh, you're just putting worse stuff in your body. You, you, you know what it makes me think of? You're taxing the body more. You know what right? it makes me think of? Um, it's a terrible uh, meme to make fun of the people, but whatever, it exists, and I laugh every time. Have you seen the meme of the two, um, I don't remember their names, but the very large women from like my 500-pound life or 400-pound life or whatever, and they're talking about their upbringing, and they would drink diet sodas so that they could eat more like treats. Like their, oh my their, their fam, their mom taught them that every time you eat a diet sugar or a diet drink, it cancels out the sugar and treats. So they would like engorge on both diet sodas and cake cookies and the like. Oh, and gosh. obviously, you know, that's but that's what it makes me think of is like, well, yeah. I'm not drinking normal soda. So the diet soda offsets what's going on here. And it's like, nah, it doesn't. No, I'm. <laughs> um, I'm smoking cigarettes, but I'm blasting my <laughs> yeah. asshole with water. So yeah. <laughs> I'm increasing my per ch my chance of getting colorectal cancer by like 85% by smoking, but I'm reducing that by 10% by bidetting my butt. So, you know, let's just... All comes out in the wash. Yeah, yeah, it all, yeah, mishmash, mishmash. Uh, so those were Charles's comeuppance, everybody, let, point and let, ha uh, ha, I wish I had my sound. Oh, I know, it was a laugh uh, track. Damn in the, it, this There's would be been so a few good. times on here that we could have... No, it doesn't come through, I tried it. It I does, went, yeah. I, I mean, I heard no, it. it. Wait, you heard it? Yeah. It came through my mic? Hold I, on. Let I mean, was what what was that sound? What it was, was the want 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 So I can't hear it because I'm not plugged into the device. But if it comes through my input, hold on, let me try. Yeah. It did. It I think C great. is clapping. One second, I'm gonna look at the uh, the the audio meter so that I just wait till it's an inappropriate sound. Oh, is it yeah. clapping? It was yeah. clapping. Yeah, we're in, baby. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, hey, what do you call these? Err, terrorists. Wrists. Oh, terrorists. <laughs> That's right. See, and then I did the. I can't hear him, so I don't know. That's unfortunate. I'll figure it out. I'll plug. I'll get 
the also for the in uh, and me here. Just send it. Oh, you know what? Just hit the buttons when you think it's appropriate. (laughs) But I don't know what the buttons are. Like I'm gonna have to memorize them hard. Otherwise, I'll just be clicking shit. That reminded me of something um, really important that I told Lucas the other day. Oh, did you did you know that before they invented the crowbar, that crows had to drink at home? (laughs) 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 I've heard that one before. It's a it's an all time great. Did he got me? He caught me so off guard with that. Uh, I I I used it stitches. I used it in a meeting at work the other day, right (laughs) after delivering some bad news. And I was like, oh, I had something else that was pretty important that I should tell you guys. <laughs> and then I dropped that. And a couple of people lost it. And a couple of people were really not impressed. <laughs> like, very inappropriate time for that, Charles. But thank you very much. <laughs> Some people thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I love it. All right, I love back. I love the dad jokes. Now that we're back into our now that we're back into our grind, we're getting we didn't have any pleasantries today. That was the problem. We didn't get we didn't get the the vibe going with pleasantries, so this was the pleasantries right here. Yeah, yeah that's okay. That happens. Now that we got our pleasantries out of the way, uh, uh, we are going to do we can some team get building to our uh, to our less pleasant trees. Our less pleasant trees. Yeah. <laughs> should have never told me you could hear it that was your first mistake was tell me that you can hear it uh no, I love it though. so we were chatting about um pretty much every time we do a team building we always say we'll save that and do it again and we haven't duplicated them yet mostly because i have fun coming up with new ones um i'll like hear someone else do it or i'll think of something i'll put it in but Charles wanted us to redo the last one because he is totally right. It was a lot of fun. We were we were on top of our game. Lucas was on one. We were feeling it. So we are going to duplicate synonyms is what we're calling it. This is okay. this, this team building exercise is called synonyms. I will give no. three words that are all similar in nature, synonyms of each other, but with slight variation, and we will assign them accordingly. I only looked these over, so I haven't assigned. Like last time, I was prepped with what I. This is new to me too, because um, we got Franny to give us the the, the bunch. I'm chicken was to supposed see how to. It goes. So if you see chicken in person, shame her. Say say shame and ring the bell and 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 throw buckets of uh, water at her, and then we'll get back words synonyms from her. She next could time. she could still finish the assignment. She could turn it in late, and, yeah. and we can review it. But, yeah, yeah. We'll throw yeah. it in the trash and be like, no, no extra credit. That's what we'll do. You get we could do it again. Yeah, we can. We'll do we it again. We probably will. I yeah. imagine we will. Yeah. We'll table it and do it again. One of you still needs to run a dating show. Uh, but anyways. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Uh, so I have, she gave me four. I'm not going to do all four. I'm getting, <laughs> some of them are we Okay, so we'll just start with the first one. Um, which I think is solid. It's very, very, except for one of them's insulting. Uh, the first three synonyms are, (laughs) (laughs) it is. I just, I don't think she meant it insulting, but like one of whoever gets that one, it's not great for you. Uh, amusing. It's great. Comical. That's great. Laughable. That's not so great to call someone. I see where this is going. Right. I, I already see where this in, is going. In her mind, I can see how those synonyms worked out, but calling yeah. someone laughable is not a good thing. I think I think we should come up with a different synonym for that spot. No, okay. I want to take it. Okay, we're lit. we're sticking with laughable. Um, but I think okay. Charles is more laughable. Oh, that's that's a it's a close. 
I mean, I'm just happy to not be in the conversation. Close between. Can I just... <laughs> oh, so yours is Lucas. That's because we didn't mention another person. Uh, you said you're just happy to be in the conversation. What if my pick was you? Nah, then it's two against one, so it's not me. So I'm not in the conversation. Back out. Oh, yours is you. Do, do you no, think no, no, no. I'm laughable. I don't think I'm laughable. No, I was gonna pick you, Lucas. Yeah. So all the way around. This was going. No, I. In, I do. And I was gonna. I was gonna say that I'm comical because I've got the most um, punchlines. I insert the most. You are a quipper. Yeah, I, he is. You're a quipper. I was you gonna literally say, can't get him to stop. I was going to say amusing because um, I think the difference between you and I, very, very minor difference, is my goal is to get a rile out of you. Your goal is to get a rile out of you. So that's, oh, yeah. why, that's why I think you're amusing because it's funny to watch you do what you do to yourself. Uh, and I would call me comical because every, every bit I try to set up is for someone. If that Actually, makes, Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense because your target audience has a lot to do with the subjectiveness of your comedy, and my main audience is me. <laughs> it's yeah, no, he does it for himself. That's why I and, love and about actually, him. And actually, and uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it with that lens of perspective, um, maybe that does make me more laughable than amusing. Like I was, comical. I was thinking. That's a you know, really good point. Not to mention, like. Look at the jokes that he's he's presented just in this podcast already. Yeah. It, they were laughable. I, they were laughable. <laughs> they laughed this guy right out of the auditorium, dude. I don't... I, I also take my case here. I also do some ridiculous ass shit, but so does Lucas. So we've been smiling this whole time, but when he said some of the jokes you've been saying, you went into think mode. So it wasn't in response to him, but it looked like you fucking didn't like my joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, that bar, that crow in a bar joke was gold and you aren't appreciating it properly. And that, But I know that's not what it was. You were just onto your next thought. Uh, it was really funny. But that that is a good point. That does, that does steer Charles... Um, towards laughable so i mean i'll give him i don't know amusing amusing and laughable are good yeah he's I guess more the, amusing the, yeah the argument is how are you amusing lucas uh oh yeah i'm amusable I, i'm i'm amusing because it's laughable my life is laughable you can't have just both. in general no you can't use the one synonym to define the synonym you oh. have to you have to go yeah. into full description of the first so yeah and and i i, I just gotta be honest i, I can't picture Anything amusing, quote. I'm putting in quotes because that can sound insulting. I'm not trying to be rude. Mm -hmm. But just like the word amusing, I can't. You know what? I can. But actually, I think it's more laughable. New York City, singing with uh, Fall Out Boy on the street with that guy. It was yeah. it was very amusing, but it was also uh, something none of us else would do. So you know, a big, I thought, I thought a, it was comical. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Here we I, go. A big part of my humor is to pick on myself or to put myself in ridiculous situations right. and it's kind of like to let everybody else like not worry about feeling ridiculous you're the you got it guy i have i have taken hey, lucas the most do ridiculous... this you got yeah. it and he just you he... got it for you here look at this i'm, I'm doing yeah. something silly for myself and i do a lot of laughable things that way I, yeah he, to me like, most I, of those things are comical though but maybe that's just because it appeals to my specific sense of humor that's fair that's fair interesting and and i do some ridiculous things sometimes and some of those things are laughable i think that's what's so amusing about you 
Because because see this is this is synonyms, baby. Play the game. <laughs> the other words were a little easier. I mean, they, I we know. we nailed those down immediately. But they, that's but this is where the team building. It's to understand each other. Okay, so sometimes fleshing it out is the for the benefit of us all. Why did you raise your eyebrows when I said fleshing it out? <laughs> he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> it put a very it put a very amusing image in my head. <laughs> I, mean, I have to, I have to go Kevin for amusing because he is an all around entertainer. Whether it's comedy or he's talking about something that you know he feels passionate about or whatever. I'm definitely he's just a good presenter. at talking. I'm definitely a, pre- a presenter. Yeah, he's, so, he's so just I get good that. at talking. Yeah, I w- I think, was admittedly I'll thinking amusing laughable. for me. I can't give I Lucas will... comical though. I can. I think that Lucas is yeah, very comical. Well, Lucas, I, you tell me what you can give you. At one point in time, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I just sat down so often, it never happened. <laughs> okay, that was laughable. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, I had to reach over for my soundboard for that one. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> See, that was laughable. Okay, we're giving Lucas laughable... I think that's yeah, just got to be... you basically just gave yourself laughable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you handed it to yourself on a silver platter. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking comical. And I'll take amusing. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I do... Okay. I find Charles to be funnier than... And I, I feel bad about how funny I find him. Well, I think that's why he would be comical yeah. because because amusing Wouldn't seems more all laughable? around. It 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 would be laughable in if the way that I yeah it. in the way that I interact with your humor. Yeah. I can't I can't help but laugh You're at like, it, and then I have uh, to be like, "Don't laugh at that. That's just Charles." But then I can't stop laughing about it. Like yeah. the my favorite, you know, the 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 Rosa's Mexican restaurant incident, which I found just to be the oh, greatest. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite things that's ever happened in my life. See, now it. that is laughable because it is that, laughable. Was not, that was not intentional. No, it was not. I feel like ah. my intention going into things has a lot to do with whether it's laughable oh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Like you said, the audience part of it. Well, in that situation, there was no audience. It was just... I was just doing was just, something. Yeah, it was just the the, the, the reactions or, or yeah, the that action. Was, that was oh, just man, the this one's impossible. Yeah. I know. Charles might be laughable. He might be laughable. I think that I do as many unintentionally funny things as I do intentionally. If if it, if we're if we're happy with Charles being laughable, which it sounds like all three of us are, I I, I would prefer Lucas as comical. I I just that one makes more sense yeah. in my head. I'm very slapstick okay. with my humor too. Yeah, so. and you it are. also comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You'll be the dullest dude for two hours, just existing, and then you'll be like, you'll you'll rip out one line and be in stitches, and then that was yeah. your taste for the day. Enjoy it. Get up rolling. See, I find you pretty comical because something about when you and I get into a riffing situation, Lucas, just mm-hmm. always escalates to the point where I'm always cracking up laughing. I can't get the boy <laughs> to riff. Me. That was a whole part of this podcast was how hard it is to get the man to riff. Yeah. I have a I have a many year chemistry with Lucas that was built up over a formulative time period that allows me to riff with him in a way that is unique, I think. I, I don't I, I don't know I, I, can't I don't I don't know where it comes from I think it's just that uh, most of the time I have dog water brain so dog water dog water brain yeah 
All right, well then fine, we'll lock it in. Uh, uh, I'm amusing, Charles is laughable, and Lucas is comical. I like that. I'm happy Me with too. that. I can accept and that. You know, laughable for Charles, it doesn't sound like an insult anymore. It really doesn't. He's so it's, sick with it. I don't really take much in an insulting way anyway. So. You should. Well, I oh. don't. <laughs> there we go. We went there. It makes it too easy to insult you. Which is fine. Yeah, that's true. Rolls right off of me. Yeah, he's like a he's like a duck. Yeah, which is, you know, he's been watching a lot of those lately. So we'll move on to the next batch before Lucas goes any farther on this whole rolling off thing about ducks, and uh, wasn't sure where it was going, but I'm not ready to find (laughs) out. The water just rolls off their back, and Uh, we will go with oh, this one's the same. You're making a bird watching joke. Oh, they're all the same. She just went for humor for all of them. She just went with three. Sim- this is this is this is a let's, disaster. All right, so the next, we have. we're not going to do all four of them, but I want you to hear all four of them. The one we're definitely not going to do is 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 as a laugh, like described as a laugh. Chortle, cackle, and chuckle. And uh, it's just more laughter stuff. It's more humor, more fun. We don't need to do yeah. that one. Toss that one in the trash, by the way. That one's super easy, too. I, wa- I want to be Chortle. I just want to be. I don't know. Right. And I'm obviously think... Cackle. And, and then Ch- Charles can't be anything but Chuckles. Yeah, he's Chuckle. You oh, have to be I Chuckles. I thought I was, because my name is Charles, I'm pretty sure that I laugh at more of a Cackle. Nah, you have, yeah, oh, he dude, does. My mom no. is a witch. No, he's right. He's right. Kelly's super genetically best. speaking, he's cackle. We can't argue. Okay, that. that's fine. What was the last one? Chuckle. I'll take chuckle, and I'm chortle. I do actually I snort a bit when I laugh really hard, so I'll be. I'm I will sometimes, but usually I turn into a cackle when I really get laughing. I don't think it's a cat. Well, maybe it is. I haven't heard maybe. you laugh hard in a minute because you know what happens. But it's you know what? There's a fine line between your your chuckling, then you got cackle line, and then wheezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you you go into un you can't breathe laughter real fast, yeah, so it's right it's right in that line. But uh, well, I guess that was a better one than I thought. I mean, it was easy. It was yeah, easy. it was easy. Uh, next one, also, I think this one's very easy. Funny, witty, silly. Oh, uh, I'm silly, and Lucas is funny, and you're witty. That's almost exactly. What, I mean, I could flip you and Lucas, but I actually think that's perfect. Yeah, that's. As, unless Lucas has objections, look at that face. He's objecting. Oh, no, actually, no, that fits. I'm pretty witty too. Sometimes though, you're witty to yourself. Yes, which is I not witty. <laughs> try to be witty. It's not funny. Yeah, the, we remember the duck thing. Uh-huh. The target yeah. audience. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, the target time. audience. Thing. Slow roll. Uh, and then the last one, which again, I don't know where she comes up with this stuff, was um, <laughs> Perky. Okay. Chipper. And tickled pink, which is uh, f- something that made you laugh really hard, made you feel good or something. Uh-huh. Tickled pink, yeah, because, I don't know, you get flush in your cheeks. Yeah, I think that I'm chipper because I am typically the most upbeat of the three of us. Uh, I think that makes you perky. You, you think so? Yeah. Because perk... Oh, I, you I don't know, when you, got a chip, when you got a chip on your shoulder or you're... No, that's not what chipper is. That's the opposite of what chipper is. Yeah, a chip on your yeah. shoulder means you're gritted. You're like you're you're. To me, oh, you something. think you're better than. To me, chipper is almost like bubbly. Like, uh, yeah. like, hey, how's it going, guys? That's, that's how I interpreted perky. So synonyms. Um, so I could see that. I could see that. I don't think I'm any of them. I don't know. Um, Lucas is definitely not perky. 
No, he's, Lucas he's isn't perky. Probably tickled pink. Then he's always got a small smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Lucas could be tickled pink, and that would make you that would make you perky by default. It makes me perky. I'll be perky. Perky implies be... more energy. Do I have more it energy does. than you? I think you have more energy than me. I mean, you do a lot. I do, do a, a lot, lot, but I don't necessarily. Um, I don't know. Actually, doing a lot is just by default counts as a, a, a form of of perk. I'm See, I don't out. really, I don't really do that much. I'm just in a good mood most of the time. And then uh, you're right. You know what? Yeah, I've been turned. You're 100 percent right. I'll take perky, chipper, tickled pink. And Lucas can't have either of those because I'm pretty sure his adrenal glands are shot from bang energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. 100%. No, there's no, there's no question about that. I'll tell you, by my second bang, though, I'm pretty perky. Um, just, it's just, it's just a temporary state of being for me. Right, right. Temporary state. Oh, by the way, my woot orders are coming. Kindles are on their way, boys. Oh, hell uh, So yeah. this is going to be something I want in, now that – because it was originally – you know, let me just get the story out of the way, and then we'll move on to icebreakers. Before I get the story out of the way, first things first. Allie, your homework is still to come up with synonyms for us. I have one request. Please don't make all of them be in the same category next time. Because mm-hmm. all f- 12 of these words were just forms of, of comedic uh, personality traits. That's because we're all pretty funny. We are. We're hilarious. That's why mm-hmm. this is so hilarious. successful, and we're starting our global tour soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Two, the story. So I reached out to Charles um, yesterday, two days ago. Yesterday? When was it? Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, because there was uh, Woot.com, which is a previous sales website bought by Amazon, had Kindles for crazy cheap. And I have what was a legally obtained file. It wasn't legal. Uh, that has oh. 11,000 books in it of all the classics. Anything before 2010 has got shit in there. And... Um, I wanted to, I bought myself one and I'm loading it up because there's a lot of books I want to read and I'm just excited. I had a Kindle years ago. I loved it and it died and I don't have it. And so I said, Charles, do you want one? So we can do this. And he said, yeah. And then we said, what about Will? And he went and we, I said, Charles, find out, talk, talk to Will. And he did and he found out. And then he texted me back in the group chat with Lucas. And I was like, oh, fucking yeah, let's ask Lucas because Lucas is reading the Stephen King book that Charles recommended. Mm-hmm. And Lucas didn't read it for a while and then eventually said, yeah, sure, whatever. So I ordered three more kindles although they're a different version but whatever they were still cheap three more kindles that i'm going to load up like a couple hundred books on all of them hand them all out we'll all be able to read and we're going to do a a a book club of sorts oh should we do a a book club a book club so well yes we should we should do a book club i um... i included you on the on the file uh i saw that there's a google keep file so if you have the keep app uh you can enter any artist or book you want. If you put a book, put the artist with it so I know how to find it. And the, the point is to load them up with books you want, obviously. But I'm also going to load them up with books that are either A, staples in the genre, like Charles and I talked about the fact that we're going to read Dune, despite the fact that we don't want to read Dune. Um, really don't want to. Yeah. I'm going to load up all of the Redwall <laughs> really series on there because we have to. Uh, I'm going to load up all the you know Tolkien books, the George R. all the classics, the big names in, in literature. Um, I told him I'm putting all of Edgar Allan Poe on them, and you can all suck it. Uh, I'm good with that. I'm exactly. all right with that. And so read whatever you want. That's the fun part. But then also we're going to pick whatever books we want. Each time it can be a different person's choice. We're all going to read them and talk about them. And I figure on the podcast we can have a little five minutes. Hey, here's what we read and enjoyed. And then move on back to the Nutty Buddies classic proper. Longer if it's a good book. 
Yeah, um, yeah. If we're really enjoying it and we want to talk about it more. And if we want to do right. an entire separate episode thing that's released separately, whatever, for books, that'd be cool. I'm very yeah. excited. I'm very Maybe we have excited. Will on as a guest if, we, we, if he's oh going to be part God, of the what a book dream. club. What a dream. Yeah. Will and I are both real big reading guys. We both like to read a lot of books. Um, and also, this podcast brought to you by Woot.com. Are you still stuck on right. internet terminologies from I, the early I, I 2000s? will never accept a sponsor from <laughs> Amazon. Com. Like, say, we're lucky enough to start getting sponsors because we are getting over 50 episodes, uh, listens an episode. Um, yeah. As that climbs up, say we get over 100 and we start getting sponsors, I will never accept an Amazon sponsor. If Audible had, reached out, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. We're not doing it. I had a surprising number of people reach out to me uh, about my last solo that were like, yeah, I listen every week. And I was like, you do? I yeah, dude. <laughs> the third, anything. for whatever reason, like one of the top like location listens is Newfield. That's it probably. Oh, I, it's I, actually I obvious that yeah. she listens to it, it. but it's more than just one <coughs> listen per episode from Newfield. So I don't know who else is in Newfield listening, but somebody's in Newfield listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's our uh, target demographic. <laughs> yeah, Newfield, Newfield, New York. That's what we yeah. like. Yeah, uh, wow. everything's and, and only them. that. So the rest of you can fuck right <laughs> yeah. off. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I'm very excited. We'll do some like book talk, and 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 when they come in, I'll tell you. Oh yeah, I got to give Will my, which means I got to give you guys my Venmo or PayPal or however you want to do it. Um, I have your PayPal. He 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 messaged me and asked, and I said, yeah, I'll do that, and then I forgot, so I'll do that. Um. All right, we're done. On we're to done. I'm, I'm excited to decide our first book offline. Yeah. I can't wait. You know what we should we do, gotta, Charles? You got to catch me in between books because I am reading books. I know, I know, I know. But that'll be I the know, nice thing about I, the having the Kindle. Well, you can read, read your two books at once, and you can also read your book book proper and use the Kindle for this because you own a lot of books, you buy a lot of books. Like you can separate however you want, but um, we should do kind of like we used to do movie night with like a wheel. Like we all put names on a wheel and spin a wheel or something. Love it. We'll figure it out. We'll talk to Will. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a slow reader. I'm me too. uh, Well, that's why the book club is going to be very important. It's not going to be finish a book in a week because I will fail that every time. Well, so there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can do a chapter a week deal like you would discuss, Kevin. Also, in acceptable form, I think, is to set a date range and just do it at your own pace. The problem with that is Lucas and I will let you down. Yeah, I might I let you down. True. If it's for a book club, I won't let you down. But that's true. and also we talk every week on the podcast, so we can just harass yeah. each other. Like, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's true. Date range would work. Like in a month. Like every if we try to read twelve books a year, every month you get to read a book and we do whatever. That would be cool. Especially if we don't bad. pick fucking the Silmarillion. Like if we pick books that are readable in a month, then that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be good for me too because I keep. Uh, biting off these gigantic books and I set like a number of books goal for myself for the yeah, year. So if I was tough. doing like if I was doing like one a month and we were doing like reasonably sized books, I you know three hundred page me. books or whatever. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, no, I'm down yeah. for it. Three hundred pages is ten pages a night. That's easy. That's easy street. Plus, it's good for your brain. It's good for your mind. It's good for your habitual nature. We could do it's it. Good for your colon uh, health too. Good for your colon health. We mm-hmm. love it. Bad for your eyes though. Very yeah. bad for your eyes, but that's irrelevant. Modern <laughs> medicine will take care of us, just like our yeah. colons. Uh, all right. Yep. yep. Technically, we are starting the podcast proper now with our with ice an icebreaker. Breaker. Yeah. Okay. Well, I only have one, and I thought about it on the spot, but it's a little bit of a deep cut. 
Um, okay. I love deep cuts. It, it popped to popped into mind, and I was like, oh, maybe that's a little bittersweet. But bittersweet is okay. Uh, you got to take the bitter to appreciate the sweet. Uh, and I think, I think I would like to do. What's your favorite memory of a beloved family pet? Oh, I and, have an answer. And you can think about it a little bit if you would like to. Um, well, I'm gonna need a second. I'll I'll answer mine first. Uh, so my mom always had Saint Bernards growing up, and mm-hmm. uh, I, her latest batches have not. I haven't emotionally connected with them. And but her uh, first pair of Saint Bernards that she got uh, were um, a pair of dogs called Rugby and Katie, and they were very sweet dogs. And my those are the ones they got while we were in school together back then. Yep, yep. And uh, I loved both of them a lot, but I think that Katie was my favorite dog that I've had because she was such a she was like a big cow and she's very clunky and walked around. She's super dumb. But um, my favorite memory of that dog was that she would lay out in the sun, just like completely sprawled out, and her fur would absorb a ton of heat. And because she was so enormous, I would I would just like crawl over to her on the floor and lay my head on her, and sometimes just fall asleep, just like radiating heat, like a like a heated blanket on your bed. Yeah, and I'd wake up to this giant warm dog pillow, and I think that that's one of my favorite memories of a beloved family pet. I remember those dogs. I remember when you got those dogs because we got yeah. um, Daisy from the same litter, uh, my mom's St. Bernard that we got, and uh, my dad bought yeah. it for her as like a birthday <laughs> present or something like that. Um, she was crazy. She went blind. What a wild dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, right before that, we had a dog uh, named Kaya. That was probably the first dog that you guys went I remember Kaya. She had a thyroid problem. She was a black lab that had no impulse control around food. She was so huge. Yeah, you could. If you were eating food. pizza on the floor while we were playing games, she would just take it right out of your hand and she be like, take "What's it. up? This is mine yeah. now." I she was I a, a big old sausage of a dog. <laughs> yeah, she, was. she was a big sausage, and I remember once there was a whole pizza on the counter, and she spotted that thing, and she grabbed it and saw that everybody saw her and just started housing thing as fast as possible (laughs) ate the whole damn pizza breathed as fast as she could in and sucked it in like kirby she was like oh fuck they see me i gotta (laughs) get this thing in my gullet and fast i forgot about her she was a great dog yeah ah what a good dog uh pets at my house didn't last um, I won't go too, into too many details why, but we had a lot of cats and dogs, lost a lot to coyotes. We lived right on the highway. You remember how close my, my house was to the street? Actually, both houses, the one across my grandma's, but also my original house uh, yeah. where I grew up. Um, we were right on the highway, like 20 feet from the highway maybe, and we lost a lot of animals to the road. Um, and then on the farm, bobcats mm-hmm. and stuff would like kill the cats, and there was a lot of... we didn't Animals didn't last super long at our house, but we always had pets which is kind of fucked up now that I think about it. Um, but I'm sure four boys constantly asking for a new pet or cat or dog probably annoyed the hell out of my parents. So, like, I'm not shocked. Yeah, yeah, I'm not shocked we we did. But anyways, um, a lot of dogs I love. Like, Sierra was my favorite dog we've ever had. She was phenomenal. She became she, – she, she was a dog that, in the weirdest way, just went feral. Um, mm-hmm. Sierra was, for, like, four years, m- maybe the best pet we've ever had. Super sweet, went out, no leash, no fence, loved uh, indoor, outdoor, never had any accidents, great dog. And then one day she 
like literally on a switch attacked my the neighbor's dog uh, i don't remember the name of the her their dog but attacked the dog and fucked it up it was a border collie like fucked it up bad my dad wow. had to pay for all the vet bills of course which was thousands of dollars and like from that day to the day she died she was fully feral you couldn't we had to have her on a chain we had to have her in a dog pen when she wasn't chained up to something she wanted to run into the field when we lived across the street from my grandma's she would run through the cornfields and be gone for days and then just show back up and be like oh, sierra's back and, okay fine whatever that's weird um she got a taste of blood or something yeah I, no well, i was gonna say i wonder if she had an aneurysm and part could, of her brain actually stopped functioning regularly could, definitely could be um when we moved back from texas and my dad bought that property um eventually she kept getting out so much at the house across from my grandma's uh my dad was like she's got to go up to the farm like we can't not in the death way she's got to go up to the farm because we can't keep her down here in spencer she's going to neighbors houses she's going to other farms because we lived right on king's farm there she was going everywhere um so we took her up there and my dad built her this big pen it was like a it's like it was like the size of like a like a a living room like it was like 25 by 25 it was huge it was like 15 feet tall because he built it six feet tall and she jumped over it and then he added another six feet and she jumped over that so he added Whoa. even more she would run up because it was slat she would yeah. run up and jump like parkour off over the side and then take off into the woods Whoa, and um man. but even while she was like that and she would kill our cats like if, if she got off the leash and got out and when she would run through the field she would kill our cats i mean i'm talking brutalize them immediately she would kill the chickens she would go attack other animals like she she was full feral but never for humans never attacked a person in her entire life you could just open the gate and as long as you were standing there right on you jumping on you pets lay on give her your give you her belly and you'd and you'd love her up she was phenomenal but the minute you turned your back, she was a wild animal. She was, she just was. She was a wolf. She didn't want nothing to do with anything. Weirdest, it, weirdest it, interaction. You had her at the house across from your grandma's, so yeah, she was already we, like six or seven at that point. I remember that. Oh, okay. Though. I think I remember. I was gonna say she looked like a, she looked she like in, a coyote. If you remember, she had fluffy neck. She was like neck. an Akita or something. She like was that? an Akita Australian Shepherd and something mix. She was a mix of three dogs. Okay. Um, that happened from our my cousin Eric. Um, I won't say his last name, but my cousin. It's not Mills. That's why I won't say it. Um, it was their dogs got out and got impregnated by some dog in the area, one of the neighbors, I don't know whose, and had Sierra. So yeah, she had spotted black and white face, big fluffy neck, the curly tail, blonde yeah. body with like the darker spine, and um, she looked. She straight up looked like a weird coyote akita mix it was she was she a did. cool looking dog and uh cool. yeah she was always great but man she went she literally went feral it could have been an aneurysm it could have been i've heard or not heard but i've i've seen online and stuff um that can happen with with dominant pack breeds like that they can just go a little bit brutal and she did but yeah. that wasn't uh, the only reason I say that was because she was the longest dog we ever had beside Daisy. Mm -hmm. Her and Daisy were in the pen together. Her and Daisy were best friends. Like Daisy would remember that. go with her, but wouldn't do the thing she did. Daisy never attacked anyone, never did anything. But she was like, "Hey, Sierra's off doing something. I guess I'm a part of this." So and then she's <laughs> like, and then she's like, Ooh. "Yeah, ooh, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> much. I'm gonna go home." Daisy was never gone for a day. She was always gone for a few hours and back. Where Sierra was just gone. But um, those dogs were great. Uh, I love them. I've had a lot of cats in my life. Some very, very good ones. Some very bad ones. But my favorite, my two favorite memories of pets ever, are actually for barn animals. Um, we had a cow. This was my favorite cow we've ever had. His name was Rusty. 
and Rusty did not go in the pasture. Well, Penn, we lived in downtown, or we lived in uh, the original house, so we didn't have the farm yet. He just walked around our yard, big red jersey, just a big boy, had, had a, like, his horns were, like, only, a, you know, five, six inches, and they were curled and then cut, so very small horns, nothing crazy, and we would ride our four-wheeler around him. We'd, like, play in the, in the, in the yard, play catch, build our forts, climb the pine tree, whatever the fuck, and Rusty would just hang out. He was tied to a tree. We'd take him off the leash and walk around the yard with him, and you'd pet him, and greatest cow ever the dude was he was like charles was describing kaya he just wanted to kind of be there with you and if you had a bucket of feed he would while you're walking down to the to the barn his head was in the feed bucket like let me get some of that let me get some of that <laughs> and uh my this is a bad good memory we loved him rusty was great uh my dad wanted to take him to the auction because we didn't need him we had another bull that he was using to breed and you don't really keep male cows around you either eat them or sell them and uh he took him to the auction, and we're out there. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to a livestock auction, but farmers are not—they're not subtle gentle. with their animals. Yeah, they're not yeah. Jet, gentle in any way. And you know, you back your trailer up. They have people stand there. They have the prods. They're doing the whole fucking nine. My dad just stops the truck, drops the gate. Rusty, one, two, you know, he stomps his way out and he's looking at you. And I'm standing there and petting him and we're having the time of our lives at the auction. I fucking love the auction. And my dad goes to walk him uh, into the warehouse to where they have all the pens set up. You get your number, they tag the year, all that good stuff. And uh, this freaking old ass farmer dude, you know, overalls, tobacco spit stain on him and everything. Uh, he's just like, hey, what, you know, is that a show, Kyle? What do you got there? And dad goes over and starts talking to him, so I didn't get to hear the conversation. But apparently my dad said he could not believe the cow was that well-behaved and dad was selling him for meat. So he gave my dad like 800 bucks on the spot for Rusty, walked him. We're, we're standing out in the in the parking lot, like where it all, you know, it's not a parking lot really, but you know what I mean. And my dad was, instead of walking him into the barn, turned and walked him to that dude's trailer. And away Rusty went, never saw him again. I was crying like a baby on the way home. I was pissed that Dad got rid of freaking Rusty. Ah, oh, what a good cow! I loved him, but then yeah, but but that's cool that that guy. I hope that that guy wanted him either a as a pet, like because he was a pet, or b yeah. as a show cow because he was a gorgeous cow. I mean, from from context, everything. it sounds like he did. I yeah, it, it definitely was something like, like that. Um, so I hope Rusty lived a, a good old life, and then we did have Rusty too. Eventually, we tried to do the same thing. Not quite as good, but a very good cow, and we ate him, so that wasn't as good of a story. But, uh, <laughs> my favorite memory ever, though, uh, pet memory, was Jack. I think Charles met Jack. He was our pig we had, our boar. I did. I did meet He, he was uh, up on the farm. He lived out back, and uh, he was our boar for years. I mean, we kept this guy longer than you would ever keep a pig. He got dressed out, so after he got butchered, like, the amount of hanging meat when they cleaned it and skinned it was 800 pounds of wow. meat. When butchered, I think he was like... That's a big dude. He was like 1050 or 1100 pounds. And he was... I was a teenager. I would pet him by putting my hands out and onto his back and scratching his back. And I don't know if you've ever pet a big male pig like that. Their hair yeah. is like bristle it's, it's like bristly yeah, yeah, it's and their skin is like flaky so he would and when like, you started like leathery when you touch yeah it. and when you started really going he would do this 
and shimmy his body really aggressively, like to the point where the whole pig was going left and right. And you'd see his head start waving, his ears would start flapping, and you just scratch and scratch and scratch. He loved it. Um, and one of my favorite memories ever is just going down to feed the pigs and petting Russ, uh, petting Jack for like, I'd be out there for like 15, 20 minutes just like petting my boy. Good boy. We had to butcher him because unfortunately when pigs get that big, they uh, you run the risk of literally breaking the females back when they, when they breed. Oh, and you can't yeah. stop him from breeding. Especially a pig that size, you try to pen him up away from the females, he's getting back to him. He'll yeah. go through any fence. You a thousand put up. pounds, man. <laughs> they put their. If you've ever seen yeah. it, my dad would make new pasture for him. They literally, he would put his nose into the ground, like it looked like like a cartoon. Like he would just tilt his head down and go under the earth and walk in a straight line. And like a fucking plow, dirt and rocks are just going because he's tearing up the grass. You know, they want the mud and the dirt and whatever they can get yeah. in there. It looked like a plow through a field when he he would just head down, walk forward coolest thing i've ever seen i love that guy. that's funny now we don't uh, let boys get that big anymore he was kind of a one-time thing at the farm uh that's wonderful that's dude those are such great animal stories i uh i didn't pick a dog i picked uh, the dog from when we grew up i loved him me I, yeah i don't remember his name what was uh the little white dog Oh, uh, Sid, I think it was name was. <laughs> was it Sid? Puppy Sid? Yeah, and he Puppy had like Sid the greasiest hair because you couldn't not because that's just the kind of fur he had. Yeah, he was a little uh, Westy, I think. Terrier. I loved those dogs. Uh, they were great. They were funny. They were funny. A lot of the dogs, even like when we went through our Huskies, um, I liked a lot of our Huskies we had growing up too. But um, my favorite memory of a pet, for me is gotta be thomas o'malley oh i love uh, thomas is, i was actually gonna ask about is he the kitten you got that you used to take in the car with you yes yeah. oh he was my guy. little traveling cat and yeah. well it was a she oh sorry um but <clears throat> um i think he identified as him <laughs> right, I, right. Think, I, I think i, I got too. the gist yeah that, yeah that's, you, you, that's there was a vibe felt. It was a pet vibe. Um, and I had already named him Thomas O'Malley. So uh, we picked him up out of a barn. Yeah, we uh, did. Bit went, right, a bunch bit of, right we, through my glove and through my fingernail. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was, he didn't joke around. And uh, yeah, they were just, uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, if you, if you can catch one of those kittens, of course you can have them. And so we went and found Thomas. And that was, yeah, uh, that was Charles's dad, Matt. That was his yeah. barn. And uh, oh, so across we, from uh, the Bunces, yeah. Ah, I know where you're I going. uh, I would take it around in my car all the time. It would just be in my back seat because I was, I was pseudo homeless at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I was bouncing around a lot, and I just had my cat with me all the time, and uh, it it kind of learned to go to the bathroom outside when it had time to go. It was like, oh, yeah. I better take advantage of this. Uh, yeah, I don't remember why I was home. But I was home at some point during that time, and we went for a drive, and he's just sitting on the dash, and we yeah. got to Matt's house, and like just we didn't even think about the cat, didn't pay no never mind. He's just walking around in the grass. We went inside, did our thing, and we came back outside because you guys wanted to have a smoke or whatever. And the uh -huh. cat's just sitting there like, as long as I'm within like visual range of Lucas, yeah. I'm good. Like I, I'm so good. when I moved to California, I took the cat with me. Uh, on a oh, plane. Oh, I didn't know you took that cat. Uh, he was a hit on the plane, and 
I went to Sacramento the first time I lived in California. I got right off the plane and went to my brother Shane's girlfriend's house, which is right in downtown Sacramento. It yeah. was on like T Street or something like that. And uh, she had cats, and she was like, wait, your cat doesn't have any of its shots. It's not spayed or neutered or anything. I mean, this cat was only like, I mean, six to eight months old. It wasn't even a yeah. year old yet. Yeah. Uh and uh, I think I had got it shots um, at that point because I had to to get it on the plane. But uh, she's like, I don't know where this cat came from. I got two cats. You're going to give my cats feline AIDS or something. Dude, and I, was I like, have a classist pet friend here, too. <laughs> I won't call you out on here, it's but like, you know who you are. Like, you got that cat out of a barn? No, it's got to stay on the balcony. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess. And so, you, you put know, Thomas I let Thomas on the balcony out there. and I'm staying on the balcony. Yeah, you I put Thomas uh, on the balcony with food, water, and all that stuff because we were all leaving to go to the river in Sacramento, the mm-hmm. B-, B Street River Access is where everybody hung out and did rope swings and stuff. And uh, uh, everybody's riding their bike there. And I was riding with Becky in the car. And we we left, and then we got to the river, and we're waiting, and it's like, dude, they should have been here by now. And they get there, and they pull the cat out of the backpack, and they're like, dude, your cat did not want to be away from you. It jumped off from the second-story balcony and landed in some bushes and started following us. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh... Classic Thomas. Uh, so they were riding their bikes and somebody had cut them off, uh, traffic wise (laughs) and it, and it made, uh, it made them crash their bikes. The cat was in the backpack still. So, uh, yeah, they, they crashed their bikes and they didn't realize the cat was still in the backpack until, and they were like, I hope it's all right. Uh, it got to the the river and it just kicked it with us. Just hung out there. It like just th- hung out happened. on the beach. It would chase a lizard every once in a while. Like we were walking all over, swimming. People go on the rope swings. Like yeah. the cat was just hanging out. And then we went to leave, and Becky had left early, and it was like, it was like, uh, it just followed us. Like it just started walking through Sacramento with us. Like it, like <laughs> just it, cat it, on we, town. Just a little Oliver's then, company. Again, and that was probably one of my favorite moments with uh, one of my pets. And then, of course, when we lived in Southern California, uh, we would walk around all over the place. And the cat, there's, I cannot believe that cat didn't get hit by a car because it, it I mean, it's a city. It's yeah, in Southern California. And it's like doing the ninja tuck behind cars along yeah. the street as it's uh, following us. And like, dude, we can see you. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't know. have to be slick. And we'd be like, dude, don't cross the main road with us. Like, we're just walking to Rite Aid. Just go home. But it would cross the main road. And I would just like, dude, I can't stop this cat. It wants to go <laughs> wherever I go. bonded with that cat. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Tom- Thomas she... O'Malley was a premium, premium shoulder cat, too. Yeah. yeah. Great shoulder cat. <laughs> She used to uh, also, our neighbors in Southern California, they would leave their garage door open, and we were pretty good friends with them. Uh, and their garage door went right into their kitchen. And uh, my cat would go into their house, fuck their cats up, <laughs> 
and then steal their food. And, and then it would <laughs> jump down onto the our balcony from next door and it'd throw up on the bedroom floor. He had a system, all right? It was a good one. You can't question it. It happened multiple times. I'd get a text from the neighbor, your cat just came through our house, and I'd be like, oh, sorry, and then katunk, I'd see her outside, <laughs> and she'd walk inside, and then she'd be like, blah. I was like, you just over, you just beat a, the neighbor cat up to overeat and throw up on the floor. Like, what is wrong with you? Dude, that's like the dream. Can you imagine just being like in Vegas, walking through a casino, punching out some dude at a slot machine, going to the buffet, and then barfing all over the hotel room? That's yeah. a dream, man. Yeah. You don't that's live a, a better life than that. I guess when you put it that way. I love it. I'm a good baby. Huh. Not a bad prompt for uh, not a bad dome. prompt at dude, all. Dude, pets, you get pets going, dude. Everybody's got. I mean, it, well, I guess it's not and it's always but... it's always bittersweet because somebody's favorite memory of a pet is almost always about a pet in the past. You know, right, right, yeah. I mean, don't I, get me wrong. I have tons of wonderful memories of Twinkle and Piper. I love my animals. I have now, but and in ten years, if you ask me this question again, it'll probably be about them because it'll that's be in, exactly it'll it. be built off of. Yeah. the time spent away from that animal so yeah you see it with rose colored glasses yeah you definitely do but i got i got this kitten here now that gives me a lot of thomas vibes um yeah very annoying but uh she she follows me around even outside so i'm you, thinking you gotta get through the... i might take her out into the world at some point oh, just you're to gonna see car cat her does. you're gonna try her out as a car cat yeah maybe it's worth we'll a shot. She, we'll see how she does. Take her down to the creek. What would they do? I don't think anything. If you had a a, a a walk around cat like Thomas, and you just walked into a Walmart and like went shopping, I don't know. Probably nothing. That'd be I interesting. I think they would look at it like there's a cat in here, and they'd call someone, and then they'd see it's following one man, and be like, "Fucking Walmart." Well, I've seen people, people with I cats will... in backpacks at Walmart. Yeah, no, I'm not saying inside the bags. I'm just, saying it's just walking with you. I'll tell you I'll tell you this dude. I don't think that many employees will assume any level of personal authority in I wouldn't. When I worked in a I worked in a uh, that health food store, you can't have like animals in grocery stores. I mean, you can obviously people do it, but that's like supposed to be one of those soft policies. I didn't I was like do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Bring, I'm, I'm bring a goddamn honest, great dane through here. I don't give a shit. I'm in an executive position currently, and I still will not enforce rules. Like I'm yeah. not like I'm not telling people what to do. It's yeah, it's fine. Either. As long as it doesn't like poop in the carrots, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Which they tend to do. Got to be careful with that. And even then. <laughs> All right, I have a very very soft clothes breaker. All right. Oh, okay. I was gonna. Yeah, that took no. up a lot of time. I was gonna say I, I had an, an icebreaker. Do you um, want your icebreaker? Okay. You can ice do breaker. it. Yeah, close. Sure. It's, it's it's not as a deep cut as uh, uh, that, but all right. So it I, might I be told just, Kevin. We'll find out if it's icebreaker two or the close breaker, and we'll and we'll roll with it. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Kevin that I recently checked out uh, that '90s show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just I don't know. You know, I was watching it and I was thinking about it. What fictional family? would you like to have grown up with? Ooh, that's a tough question. That's like, a tough uh, one. You know, TV family. I mean, honestly, we could even go into reality TV for some of this, if, if you so chose. Like, 
like the Kardashians oh, or something. Yeah. I do not want to. It's got to be a family. You have to. I would grown rather up with grow up with the Jersey Shore cast than the Kardashians. Easy. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Then you don't have to go there. It's an easy choice. All right. I I was saying. I was watching that '90s show, thinking like, man, actually, it would have probably been cool to grow up in in Red and Kitty's house. Like there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, they it were getting have. stoned out of their minds every day <laughs> wow. in the basement. I didn't want to incriminate myself, but. I was going to say, I did, I did a lot of that in my teens anyway. Yeah, it was their whole show, man. Um, um, that's, a good, that's a good prompt. Uh, and if anything, uh, in season one, there's an episode of The Golden Girls where one of the nephews come oh. to stay, and oh. he learns some very good lessons staying in that household with that family. Because that is a family. You can't tell me that's not a family. I know, the Dorothy and her mom and... That's, That's kind the whole of the thing. thing. It's really fun yeah. you brought all that up because my mom left her TV on, and this morning I went down to make a breakfast sandwich, and I watched like three episodes of The Golden Girls. Get, when it's on, you've got Such it. I was reading. like, nah, I'm not going to switch. I was going to sit down and eat my sandwich. I judged Charles years ago about Golden Girls, and boy, egg on my face, I was wrong. I tried to tell you. <laughs> I, it is such a good show. I tried to tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Golden Girls is a phenomenal one. Uh Gilligan's Isle. That's a good one. No, it they're isn't. A, they're a no. family. <laughs> yeah, but it's you not think a good they're one. They're a family? Of like course the, they're a family. The, the, whole, the whole like bit of that show is how different they all are, and they all just rely on the professor to solve every problem. Yeah, I love relying on people to solve my problems. <laughs> one man to solve yeah. like a ton of if different personal issues. It, yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. That's a good I mean, there's a, there's a lot of options out there, so I could see how it would be hard to think of. Like, uh, I also was thinking about the going back to the weed theme. Weeds, uh, that show Weeds with Lucas. Nancy. Oh, that'd be you a horrible thing. got to talk about your habits lately. I, I know. Gotta, we've got to really work on you here, bud. Wasn't but that's a show con- I wasn't watched. Wasn't the a- whole concept that the family bonds that brought them together were turning them all into dysfunctional people that didn't like themselves or each other? Wasn't that the whole thing by the end? Yeah, but they, <laughs> I don't know, they just had a lot of money and I didn't have a lot of money growing <laughs> so, up. So why don't you just go, <laughs> why, why don't you just choose Fresh Prince of Bel-Air then? Just choose the Kardashians. You know what? That's not a bad one just, either. Just, choo- just go to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That family. I'm not going to uh, do the Kardashians. I would. No. Well, I mean, I would do that. No, I Lucas, can't even say that. Lucas, you dog. He's got that, that dog that, in him. Look Lucas. At Look on, at this man. guy. Lucas. Uh, why can't I? I'm blanking on their last name. Banks. The Banks family. Oh, right. Carlton Banks. Tyra. Is got there, yeah. Um, Never watched much of The Fresh Prince. Ah, it's a great show. You should watch more of it. I watched a lot of Full House growing up, but I that would be that would be a little too invasive for me. I True, that is a very tight knit, over the shoulder family. But yeah, think, and you're like think of the mentor like, that Uncle Jesse would have been for you. Yeah, that's like true. he he would have been able to pull off that cabbie hat so much better. Yeah, but he like your but corduroy then would like, be so much more appropriate. Nah, I'm not. But imagine I'm like at home and I'm whacking off on the couch and he like busts through the door and he's like hamana 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 <laughs> i'm starting to think you didn't see full house actually because that's, that's a really bad impression that's, of uncle Jim. what are you doing man? that's also but it's more or less what he was like yeah i guess uh, hamana, hamana, hamana. Yeah. have mercy that works that works i guess so what if you picked a a, a family like the adams family or something i was just like, thinking about that 
the Adams the monsters that, would be the sick, monsters yeah. yeah if if okay if you had to be a monster what 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 would you be like oh, you so know they're all monsters breaker. we're doing a new icebreaker okay I don't I don't know I just what I, cryptozoid I, I would, like would you be you what what fictional it, monster would you be yeah. what uh it seemed like it was hard to come up with a family to live with because it was just no. Like, there's so. Are you kidding me? I mean, it wasn't even finished yet. You could go with the, oh, okay. the Romanos would be a oh. great one. That's uh, interesting. Great Romanos. I love that show. King of Queens. Does oh, just a mom loves. and dad count? Does just a mom Didn't and dad count? Didn't watch sure. Oh, everybody. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> if just a mom and dad counts, then something like King of Queens would be awesome. Or even living with like Jim and Pam as my parents would be cool. Oh, yeah. I was about to say The Office is a big one. So there's um, like there's a lot of families out there, especially when you're, we're just talking American sitcoms. Like we're not even we're not even branching out into greater families. Like uh, 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 I don't know why you would want to live with uh, uh, Sokka and what's her name, Katara? Oh, yeah. Your mom died. Oh, yeah. Out in the, yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. You don't want to be... But, you know, if we just stick sitcoms, the ant, it's a bountiful ocean of, of answers. It really is. <laughs> Seinfeld, what's the deal with you <laughs> whacking off on the couch all the time? Well, actually, they, that, you would, they had a whole episode about the bet. So you just have yeah. been like, yeah, you didn't make it six hours, and then, you know, you're on your way. Yeah, really. That's not a family, though. Seinfeld's not a family. Well, it's I'm, a bunch I'm of single men. I'm envisioning if Jerry woman. was like my dad, I guess. I don't know. That's, yeah. yeah I had a, stop a stretch. Envisioning that. It changes the whole, it changes just, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, just stop envisioning that. Uh, there's the um, the Umbrella Academy that was on Netflix recently. Ooh, yeah. Super oh, yeah. Oh, that is family. a family. That would be cool. Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. Actually, that, yeah, that sounds terrible. Well, the stuff they had to go through. No, thank you. Yeah, the stuff you have to go through would be awful, but then you got those cool powers and all the emotions. You don't know damage. what powers you're going to get. You're the fifth one. There's a reason yeah. you're not one of the main four. What, what powers did you get? The ability oh, to grow your fingernails the... real fast? I was still talking about the Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, what was up with oh. that ninja guy? He didn't even have a power. Just good reflexes? Yeah, his reflexes. That's terrible power. And he they made him seem like a cool guy. Man. Yeah, and... Well, they do that with lots of people. It's I don't just buy like it. the thing. They're like, and this guy is yeah. And then there's him, and you're like, oh, you're right. It is him. Oh, Hawkeye's a superhero. They're like, his power Hawkeye is Hawkeye has hawk wings and super strength and super no. endurance. Oh, no. you're talking. No, no. Oh, I'm talking, talking to Hawkman. Right. No, Hawkeye is just a guy with a bow and arrow, right? Yeah, yeah Hawkman definitely has a lot of <laughs> Yeah, that's a power. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a I, power. that's what I went through right away. Yeah. yeah, Hawkeye sucks. I'm not going to, you won't find a defense for me. He has some very good stories. Matt Fraction, I wouldn't want to live with his best. family. I'll tell you Lucas that. Lucas is into his whole archery thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets, is a big archery boy. I his whole family that. gets dusted. Something about mm -hmm. loving the green arrow or some shit. Yeah. I, don't I do. Know. Lucas, yeah. Lucas does love the green arrow. Yeah, it's stupid. He's really big into that kind of thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm going with the Umbrella Academy. I don't really have a horse in this race. Uh, I'll, I'm going <laughs> to lock in the banks. Not only do you have money, but I mean, uh, uh, Uncle, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Recipes, Uncle, Uncle Phil. Phil. Yeah, actually, that's how I got there. Right before you said it, I was like, first things first. And then I was like, yeah, Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah. Um, Uncle Phil's like an incredible role model. And then you have like a, a, a built-in father figure, therapist, best friend, personal chef in uh, the, the butler, um, who is like the best character in that whole show. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the banks. Final answer. 
Yeah, and you know who I wouldn't want to live with is the Cosbys, because Bill Cosby would always be slipping something into oh, your drink. Boy. No, you're the family. You get a pass, but you have to deal with all the drink slips for the ladies that are around. And then the emotional repercussions of the negative press media after, yeah. after he goes to jail. That's true. Not worth it. What we're saying is it's not worth it. Don't be part, yeah, of, no, yeah, don't be part of that family. I just, I'm just going to stick with what I opened with. That 70s show because you watched it? Uh, yeah, I watched a yeah. lot of it. Oh, that'll do it. I, I, no, I watched it, a lot of that 70s show back good? in the day. I, oh, yeah. So did I've I, heard that 90s yeah, show is good. I didn't like the that 70s show, and I'm not going to watch that 90s show, but my I family it. loved it. I watched plenty of it. My dad thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. I never watched it chronologically. I always watched it when it was on. Right, but classic. I'm pretty sure that I caught most of it. Yeah, so. yeah. He just like Cheech's character a lot. No, Chong, Tommy Chong. Chong, yeah. yeah yep, Chong. he's great. He, he makes a cameo. He's, he's, he's crazy. Oh, he makes a cameo still... in 90s shows? Spoilers, yeah. dude. I was going to check it out. Come on, man. Whoa, Which come actually. On, you, you know, he's in the trailer for it. Come on, Which man. Which actually we seen the leads me into Jerry's Corner uh, pretty well. I got a couple of little questions and thoughts that I've talked about with other people recently. So let's just let's bang through Jerry's Corner. That was a good close breaker. I liked it. Thanks. Me too. Yeah. It was good. Uh, so first things first, I was thinking about, I was, I was thinking about this because it's something that, that I personally, uh, 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 have inner turmoil over where is like, do you have a mental image or a mental like connection slash feeling to your bed? Like where is going to bed for you? Is it actually like your bed, your mattress, your room? I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, cause yeah. me, for me, it's not at all. It's, it's not even kind of like, I kind of hate my bedroom. Oh, no! I um, got a spot. I it has been other places for me. Well, uh, like, here's an example that you'll be able to relate to. One of my favorite places to sleep, one of like my most comfortable beds ever, was the bottom bunk in Matt Cassenhuber's house. Oh yeah! Uh, like that's not my bed. It's somewhere I didn't sleep very often, and also wasn't a novelty. Like obviously, it's one of my best friends' house, but just like pure comfort. I didn't feel like I was sleeping somewhere. Like I was so comfortable that that was bed to me. Um, I'll sleep on the couch. You know, at, at my house, I, I'm, I'm constantly asking Franny, "Can we just sleep down here tonight?" Like I'm so comfortable. Yeah. I just I feel good. Like I don't have a bed. Yeah, that was a like, big problem for me too. When I used uh, to, I used to like when we would throw all the blankets in the center. Of I the floor still the do. That. Oh my god! I still and do sleep that. in it and call it a rat's a little, nest. Yep, I made my like, nest. And like five of us would sleep in there, and it was yeah. great. It was the best, dude. All of us would just be like our body heat plus everyone having their own blanket plus a million pillows, anything you could find. Throw pillows, bed pillows didn't matter. Couch cushions, just like get mm -hmm. it all in there, and everyone just found their spot. Is the best feeling ever camping i can i can my bed uh, when i'm in my hammock camping is like one of the best feelings I in love the world to me hammock camp i'll never yeah. go back to tent camping no hammock camping is is uh, they need to I nerf I, a hammock camping. i've always slept on couches really well i've always loved couches yeah. a, a nice good couch and when i lived alone i I had a bed up in a loft but i never climbed up there to go to bed because i'm just going to sleep on my couch yeah uh and that's something i've done my entire life uh, so when I was with Nicole for a while, uh, she was a stickler about like going to bed. That's in, in the like bedroom. That. It's, it's a. It and doesn't matter like, what time, but when it's bedtime, whatever that is, it's like right to the room. And into you our go bed to the room, and, and yeah. you know you read a book or something. No TV in the bedroom. Ooh. Uh, 
And I was like, I sleep on the couch. This is just what I do. It's what I've always done. So if you want to sleep with me, I'll get a bigger couch. I did that. I, I bought an L couch and I was just like, all right, we can sleep on the couch now. Yeah. If I fall asleep out here, that's bad. And yeah, I, I think that, yeah, there have been a couple of couches that I, I recall as my bed. Yeah. Very I, fond uh, of those. I appreciate your commitment to that whole couch thing. He's a couch boy. He's always been a couch boy. Always. That's a that's an extreme measure, but you took it, and I like that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if there's it's one like, thing, it's, it's like, de- <coughs> he is. It's dedicated. You know? It's like mm-hmm. those cooking. It's like those cooking shows where they're like, "Ooh, he's taking a big risk," <laughs> yeah. but I love it. But I, let's see how it plays <laughs> out. Unfortunately, in this case, he burned the risotto. It didn't end up very well, but uh, yeah. we got there. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's something that not a lot of people relate to me at all about, um, me, um, Matt, Lucas, we were big on just being around, although Matt loved his bed, Jesus Christ. That guy he was, did, he, he, he does. Was a big bed guy, but, um, yeah, I, I was a very wandering boy going to all my friends' house, sleeping wherever, and I've always just been very comfortable m- mentally to sleep wherever it feels comfortable. I don't have, like, a designated... You, you know what's you know what's funny is that um for me i guess i i have always preferred sleeping next to somebody i do not well really yeah like no i do myself. prefer that i will say um and i always have and uh one person who when we were growing up we were always like that with each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. mason mason moved in and i spent a lot of time with mason in like late high school and stuff and mm-hmm. i'd be like and i would stay over at his house and i'd be like all right time for bed crawl up into his water bed or whatever and he would be like oh no dude yeah get fucked and out. i was like i was like what what yeah and he's like no i'm sleeping in my bed dude you're not sleeping in my bed and i'm like what 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 do you yeah, mean yeah he he, he has always bed. been like with all his stuff if it's you know his cars his seats like if you what if i when he was re- remember how good he was at call of duty in high school i'd go mm-hmm. over to his house to play call of duty with him and he had like his seat at his desk with his little TV on the Xbox, and that was yeah. his. And I got to be like the tertiary guy over here. Like it wasn't a thing we were doing together. I just got to spectate the situation. You know, that's always yeah. been kind of yeah, his vibe. Okay. And that was the that was completely foreign to me at that yeah. time because we're always like all yeah. sleeping together or whatever. You yeah, know? we would just with Ryan in remember when they finally yeah. went back to his the house that they were building up in his room everyone just lounged out either in his bed or on the floor together no one cared Mosier's yeah. bed was freaking free for all for everyone like yeah I mean we look at we would all sleep sluts. in Matt's bed yeah. and then look at Mosier yeah. he would sleep in Matt's mom's bed with yeah, yeah with Maggie yeah and <laughs> I slept them... in there with them before I mean yeah not all night but I hung out Matt's in mom there had a king bed them. and she didn't give a shit if people were sleeping in there yeah she's she like, was sleeping so frick you if you're in your her way but if you're not she's in her like way, doesn't oh matter. your your boyfriend wants to stay over well he could sleep in my bed with you yeah I'm gonna <laughs> be there too <laughs> and and he was like I'll do it yeah and he did it <laughs> It sounds weird, but like when you're there, the comfort level all of our families had, or at least we had with that family, was Very high. Uh, uh, yeah unmatched. Like it, it was fair game to just be peaceful with each other. It wasn't weird at all. It was great. It was great. I love yeah. that. It was great. We had a really supportive and uh, a really healthy group of friends when we were yeah. younger. It, it was. It did really feel healthy. Yeah. All of that felt very It healthy. probably wasn't, but it felt no. healthy. I actually would <laughs> just, say that it no, is. No, I'm obviously yeah. being a jackass. Like when, when Matt would force us to turn off the lights and talk. 
Dude, and that was the best. Very healthy. It's that's like still literally therapy. Like that's still that's something still I do, some... and my friends don't get it. It's like I just want to like I just kind of want to sit here and talk for a bit. Can we just hang out and talk? Like shut everything off. Let's let's just chit chat. Matt loved that. He, yeah. he did. We'd be playing Guitar Hero or playing FIFA or watching fucking Family Guy, and he'd just be like, "All right, turn it off." And then he would ask you some dumb question, and you'd all be in bed, and someone might fall yeah. asleep, someone might not, but you're talking through. It's great. And then been, sometimes it would like a little bit more lately. Matt and I. Ooh, I haven't heard from books. him in forever. That's awesome. Nice. Neither did I, but we're talking about books lately. That's so. awesome. Good. He's gonna be a dad. Yeah, real yeah. soon. Be yeah. A dad. Uh, no, it was great that he would like, it was like he would sing, some people would get singled out certain nights because they were having a particular difficult situation. situation and it would be like a, like a group therapy session to help work through the whole problem. And I have to say that I think we're all better off for it. Oh yeah. No, I, I, it's never good to suppress anything. So having someone who openly allowed you to not do that was a big deal. It's a big deal. Broke yeah. down a lot of walls. Yeah, breaking down walls. And it lasted for a long time. We kept doing that. We Into uh, our we 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well into our 20s. <laughs> that's when it stops being healthy. But that's fine. Like, you know, everybody needs something. We, uh, we were just drunk when we were doing it at that point. Right. Yeah, that's right? the only difference. Is how that was the only difference. Uh, <laughs> this was something I don't want to go into too much depth on, but it was something that came up at work, and Craig and I were on one side, and DJ was on the other. Our, I'm just going to ask yes or no. We're not going to elaborate. Maybe we'll do it as like a whole conversation. It's a much bigger thing. But do you believe or do you not believe? Are people, humans, in just in general, inherently bad or good or neither? Oh, this is a, a question for the ages. Yeah. Just like raw, in a vacuum, is a person good bad or potentially neutral i guess i don't really like the neutral option because that doesn't truly exist ever you can't really be neutral on anything emotions morality everything exists but still i think i think we are good and my argument is because there are certain biological responses Mm -hmm. that our bodies have when we do good things even at a young age so um craig had a really funny retort to that um, and I, I agree with Craig. I think we are. I think humans are inherently bad. I think we are. And by bad, I mean selfish, which is a harmful trait. I well, think, sure. I think by default, all humans are inherently bad. But but what he said, which was really uh, interesting, um, is that natural selection doesn't even exist for humans anymore. We don't breed out bad traits. So everything from from the most minor, like you're saying, physiological response to something you do that's good because you also get a lot of dopamine from doing bad stuff. It feels yeah. good to do bad stuff. Uh, it becomes a subjective argument of what is good and bad. Oh, yeah, because it's, 100%. That's why I said we're not going to go too crazy deep into it. It, um, it is 100% not a factual thing. It's just a, well, you know. I think, I think that people are better than they used to be. If you look at people... Uh, in like the medieval ages, those people were shitbags, and if you uh, we get follow them that, through the years, that's sort of a catch because, as everyone says, and it's not entirely valid. Living through something and the perspective gained from it is very different than what we get to read from a book. Like text I, I, does not convey yeah. tone, no matter how well you do it. There okay. is always something left out. Yeah. That's true, but uh, what I found makes people act in a bad way most of the time. This isn't always true. But um, 
difficult situations i think tend to bring out the worst in people and i read a quote and i'm gonna paraphrase it badly but um it said something along the lines of anybody if given a livable wage in a comfortable living situation would be an artist everybody right. would i've heard that one I you know, know everyone about. would do something creative they would create yeah. things and they would indulge their time and energy into uh creative pursuits or whatever mm -hmm. so i think that where you put people into a situation where they're wrought with poverty or where they're not getting their emotional and physical needs met i think that the default behavior set in that situation is bad um but for me i'm, I'm gonna have to say neutral because i think that uh I fall in a weird place on nature versus nurture. Uh, I think that everyone is a blend, but I also think that the, I think that you start out predisposed mentally towards a certain way of behaving, but mm -hmm. I think that your environment really brings that out in you. I have been right. a worse I have been a worse person and a better person, and my environment was what brought out those. And, situations. But your environment is people. So, yeah. you know, right. it's a, you know, it's a never ending scale well, of and, where do you and put finances, finances, and finances really are driven, created and run by people like that. That's but, all part yeah. of it. Yeah, right. that's all part of it. But, but if like those most, are the things that in influence you to yeah. be bad, yep. then I mean, how do you know, you know, humans without those kind of influences? Well, humans created those. Influences. You, you don't. So humans don't, without yeah. those influences create those influences. I that's why I'm that's why I'm saying neutral. And that's uh, why I'm saying bad. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, you know what, we're, we're all, all three of us are obviously different. I say bad, you say neutral, right. says good. But the reasoning that gets us there is all kind of the same, um, where it's like in a vacuum, you know, it's, it's I think weird. Of it's a weird thought experiment with older yourself. indigenous where tribes. split the difference. Yeah, dude, uh, splitting the difference, part two. Older tribes that had like um, a whole different culture than we're used to now. Yeah. I think there were a lot less of those situations where people would do bad things among their tribe mm -hmm. uh and that you don't see that as much anymore just because of the way our culture works yeah. so in today's culture uh there is a way more likelihood of a human ending up bad which may seem like they were bad from the start but i don't think we are bad from the start that's just my I'm philosophy gonna, i'm gonna uh go ahead and say something unrepentantly uh culturally insensitive which is that oh, i think God. i think That's such um, a harsh way to start a sentence but i'm in i think that uh slavic culture tends to bring out uh more humorless and more uh desolate type of personality because a lot of those folks throughout most of their history grew up in really re really bleak and uh unpleasant situations there was a mm -hmm. lot of slaughter there was a lot of tribal wars that happened yeah. um and who did back... those slaughters and who did those tribal wars? well well yeah but People this kind of goes back to what lucas was saying about indigenous folks in america and there was actually a lot of slaughter in tribal war in that time too um yeah the Iroquois were brutal mm -hmm. but um but i think that certain cultures were more predisposed towards uh bad people because they had bad things well happening. what i'm saying to all of this is that we're cherry picking a location of people that mm -hmm. did things either good or bad because of where they were and what they created and they were all people nonetheless so it's kind of like you know it's arguing yeah nutrition facts and saying like vegetables are good as a whole but then being like wait there's this one that's poisonous you know what i mean it's kind of like well hold on where are we on this so i think scaling it out being as broad and generic as you can, 
seeing where it started, what it created, where it separated, people are inherently bad. I, I think this is uh, funny in general because you I and I... I don't think uh, any of it's inherent. I don't think any you, of good or bad, any of it, the, none of it's inherent. Well, I mean, well, yeah, obviously that's where the what is good and bad comes from, but that's not right. what I'm talking about. I, th- I think between you and I, Kevin, that most of the time our push and pull always ends up with um, you wanna you like to broaden scope, and I like to get as granular yeah. as possible. Yeah. We you, we both it's a end up going in that direction. Yeah, it's a classic. With almost anything that we debate on, it's the best. I'm like I'm like yeah, you have to look at every single isolated little incident, and you're like, well, no, if you look at the big picture, and I'm like, I can't look at the big picture, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't look at the small one. <laughs> I literally not physically capable. Yeah. yeah, so true. All right, so that was a fun one, and now the last one. This is a quick one. We're not going to think about it. You're just going to answer. Charles and I were talking about this. Oh, that means I'm saving the South Park thing for later. South Park thing's about. getting saved. That's a that's a that's a little teaser for next episode. That's fine. Uh, what are, in your humble opinion, the top three places to drink a beer? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about this one. Do you want me to uh, just bang it out? My my three. Yeah, started out because I forgot about this and didn't think. Number one, best place to drink a beer, shower beer. It's the best. It just oh, ice cold and a this. warm shower is the best. Shower beer is all op. Number two, on the river, that can mean either camping along the side yep. of or literally in a boat slash my raft slash camping trip on a river around water. That is the best place to drink. Yep. Second best place in my opinion to drink a beer, and the last pla- last best place to drink a beer, campfire round a bonfire. Round, round a round a fire with the fan, with the friends with with everyone. It can be at your home. It can be you out somewhere. It. Whatever. Those, I would I would agree with all three of those because I was about to say on the beach, uh, around a campfire and in the shower. Those yeah. are my three those as well. Are, dude, honorary mention. To the shower. I don't know if I can get behind, but well, then come up with a third. My honorary mention is uh, my computer chair because like my computer chair reclines and I'll just put up a YouTube or I'll put up anime or I'll be like talking with my guys in the discord and I'll just be lounging back, chit chatting technology. You know, I'm a big technology guy sipping a beer, feeling good. Uh, I would also like to do an honorable mention for in the yard, playing a yard game because yard uh, games. When we, when we went up to um, Vermont, Vermont, yeah. Some of the some of the best times of that bachelor's party Cornhole. were drinking beer, yeah. playing. Yeah. yeah. Worst places to drink a beer? Hot tub. Not it a is good one of. Feeling. It's not a great place to have a beer. No. Uh, it's also not a place you're supposed to have. No, it's beer. unhealthy. But just in general, like even yeah. though you know the stuff that's the most unhealthy feels the best. That's why I eat so many Fritos and bean dip. But y- y- that one doesn't feel good, and it's unhealthy. It's just like don't drink a beer in the hot tub. Not worth yeah. it. Yeah. I'd have to go with my third one to be just like uh, playing bar games at a bar pool. Ooh, in in oh. a bar, yeah. Oh, I mean, in, like, a in a bar. It yeah. does. In a bar. Whenever the someone's bar. like, whenever someone's like, why would you pay six bucks for a beer at the bar? Why would you pay seven bucks for a beer? It's like, because it's a fucking ambiance. I'm paying it's for the yeah. yeah yeah. There's a bunch I, of people. There's a bunch of stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, music, bunch of music, TV. There's ladies with their songs sticking up over the sides. Yeah, Yeah. there's that. There's no more appropriate a place than a bar to drink. It's the place. (laughs) It's the place to drink. Oh, change. I'm changing one of mine. Comic Con. Comic Con is. I love Charles and I get. We have a great time. I'm gonna save. I need to start saving up for our alcohol budget. 
Because uh, yeah, I don't it want expensive. it gets expensive, and I don't want a waiver on it. That is such a fun experience to get our dumb it's, twenty dollars walk cocktails. Around. Yeah, walking walk around, around drinking them, and we're like bantering. We're having a great bumping time. shoulders with stuff. people. Yeah, just oh, slam a pint that. of vodka no, between it's, the it's two of you before having, you walk in. Having the drink, com, the the repertoire we have with the people serving us the drinks, yeah. they love us. They're yeah. smiling. We're goofing. I spilled the entire thing on the counter. Oh, and felt yeah. oh I remember. About it. And then I'm pretty sure the one he poured me after that was like maybe not alcoholic at all. (laughs) And it was the first drink of the day, too. I was not drunk. I was just I just goofed. Um, That's a that's a I I don't I I would get rid of um, I'll get rid of campfires for Comic Con because I'm not giving up the river. I can't. No, yeah. the river or body of water or ocean. Because yeah, I was going to say like lake, all that kind of stuff by the I'll water. Get rid of, I'll get rid of campfires for Comic Con too because evaluating them side by side, yeah. Comic Con. Yeah, I always yeah. have too much stuff in my hands. It's not worth drinking. Backpack, dude. A nice comfy backpack. backpack. I got, backpack. dude. I got this new backpack. backpack. I'm ordering. I'm getting a new be, one for next year. I'm getting one of the ones that's the right like backpack. fit to my back, has the firm inside, so anything I put in it isn't all flexing it. I did. Has I have. Clip. I'm doing a real deal. I got a waterproof like canvas backpack with like the flap Oof. inside things for water bottles. It's like it's like a legit like camping backpack almost. This and is gonna be I'm great. I'm so excited to have it. We're leveling up. Mm-hmm. If I can work that into a costume somehow, that would be perfect. Oh. I uh, just, uh, uh, just... Be a take, Pokemon trainer. No, just take some uh, brown fabric and wrap it up and pretend it's the back of uh, Demon Slayer that the girl's in. Oh, yeah. Why I'm blanking on she's, the... There Nezuko. Uh, she's Nezuko. In, um, she's in a box, though. No, I know. That's why you have to make it look brown and square it up. I might be able to do that. Some I'm cardboard. Spray paint. Just just ruin yeah, the could. finish on the pa- on the backpack yeah, entirely. Fucking the whole backpack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Jerry's corner's out. Any uh, final words, boys? No, I'm about to sneeze. I think. There you go. <laughs> sneeze it up, Lucas. You good? I'll, I'll mute. I think that's it. I don't have. Uh, no, I got nothing. All right. Well, that has been another. Uh, uh, episode of the Nutty Buddies. Uh, we're gonna do the uh, the Kindles and all that book stuff we were talking about earlier. That's not gonna be ready for a while. They're not even gonna get here for a week. We'll record another one by them. It's not gonna matter. Uh, a second final thought. I want to start doing list episodes. So yeah, if yeah. you wanna okay. list episode, we gotta do our second think... arc. Uh, second time skip. One piece thing. Yeah. So we got things. Mm-hmm. I think it's a. I think it's a listy buddy when we do it. It is. It is a listy buddy. But I'm saying list episode because it's going to be okay. a new thing now, and that's what it was. Uh, so we're going to do some listy buddies in the future. So all this big grandiose plan set up. So thank you for listening to another episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Charles. No, he wants to be member. He's. He had his chance. I was letting him take his chance to take a shot at it, and he didn't do it. He got real. Didn't do it. He got real third place. I just let him do it because he did went second already, and I'm Lucas. But uh, I just gonna let him have the second place. Yeah, Yeah, you're gonna have to try harder than that, and also you can't just let me have it. Yeah, you can't. You're not letting him have it. He's he's. he's I want I want you to succeed. Wow, beta. Well, I want you to succeed. (laughs) Try harder for for second place. <laughs> and thanks for listening. I was busy dreaming about taking you apart. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.